Before we begin evening prayer, which starts on page 22, uh, just a note, we'll do Psalm 50 on page 401, and another note that this is a day, a saint's day, St. John Chrysostom, and so I'll have a special colic for that. The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 50 is found on page 401. The Lord, even the most mighty God, hath spoken, and called the world from the rising up of the sun unto the going down thereof. Out of Sion hath God appeared in perfect beauty. Our God shall come and shall not keep silence. There shall go before him a consuming fire, and a mighty tempest shall be stirred up round about him. He shall call the heaven from above, and the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me with sacrifice. And the heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God is judge himself. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. I myself will testify against thee, O Israel, for I am God, even thy God. I will not reprove thee because of thy sacrifices. As for thy burnt offerings, they are always before me. I will take no bullock out of thine house nor he-goats out of thy folds. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, and so are the cattle upon a thousand hills. I know all the fowls upon the mountains, and the wild beasts of the field are in my sight. If I be hungry, I will not tell thee, for the whole world is mine, and all that is therein. Thinkest thou that I will eat bull's flesh, and drink the blood of goats? 
Offer unto God thanksgiving, and pay thy vows unto the Most Highest. And call upon me in the time of trouble, so will I hear thee, and thou shalt praise me. But unto the ungodly saith God, Why dost thou preach my laws, and takest my covenant in thy mouth? Whereas thou hatest to be reformed, and hast cast my words behind thee. When thou sawest a thief, thou contendest unto him, and hast been partaker with the adulterers. Thou hast let thy mouth speak wickedness, and with thy tongue thou hast set forth deceit. Thou saddest and spakest against thy brother, yea, and hast slandered thine own mother's son. These things hast thou done, and I held my tongue, and thou thoughtest wickedly, that I am even such a one as thyself. But I will reprove thee, and set before thee the things that thou hast done. O consider this, ye that forget God, lest I pluck you away, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth me thanks and praise, he honoreth me, and to him that ordereth his way aright will I show the salvation of God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins of Ezekiel. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, who they who inhabit those ruins in the land of Israel are saying, Abraham was only one, and he inherited the land. But we are many, the land has been given to us as a possession. Therefore say to them, Thus says the Lord God, You eat meat with blood, you lift up your eyes towards the idols and shed blood, and shed blood. Should you then possess the land? You reply on your sword, you commit abomination, and you defile one another's wives. Should you then possess the land? Say thus to them, Thus says the Lord God, As I live, surely those who are in ruin shall fall by the sword, and the one who is in the open field I will give to the beast to be devoured. And those who are in the strongholds and caves shall die of pestilence. For I will make the land more desolate, her arrogant strength shall cease, and the mountains of Israel shall be so desolate that no one will pass through. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. Then I have made the land most desolate because of all their abominations which they have committed. As for you, son of man, the children of your people are talking about you beside the walls and in the doors of the house, and they speak to one another, everyone saying to his brother, Please come and hear what the word of the Lord, the word is that comes from the Lord. So they come to you as people do. They sit before you as my people, and they hear your words, but they do not hear, but they do not do them. For with their mouths they show much love, but their hearts pursue their own gain. Indeed, you are them as a very lovely song of one who has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear your words, but they do not do them. And when this comes to pass, surely it will come, then they will know that a prophet has been among them. Here ends the first lesson.
My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the sixth chapter of the book of St. John. After these things, Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs which were performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. When Jesus lifted up his eyes and seeing a great multitude coming towards him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that they may eat? But this he said to test them, for he knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to his disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise the fish as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore they gathered them up, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, when they had seen the sign that Jesus did, said, This is true a prophet who has come into the world. Therefore when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again to the mountain by himself. Now when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into the boat, and went over the sea towards Capernaum. And it was already dark, and Jesus had come to them. The sea arose because a great wind was blowing. So when they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drawing near the boat, and they were afraid. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they willingly received him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land where they were going. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. Grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who didst give grace to thy servant John, eloquently to declare thy righteousness in the great congregation, and fearlessly to bear reproach for the honor of thy name, mercifully grant unto all bishops and pastors such excellency in preaching and fidelity in ministering thy word, that thy people may be partakers with them of the glory that shall be revealed through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. I mentioned that um, today is uh, St. John Chrysostom, and uh, just just a brief note on John, um, St. John, excuse me. He was um, well-known, and his, his um, claim to fame was he was he spoke out very strongly in his time against corrupt ministers and, um, and bishops and leaders, and uh, he took some um, heat for that and was punished, and, but he stood strong in his belief. He was the Bishop of Constantinople, and uh, so his, his um, strength and his willingness to, to stand firm in the face of um, opposition was what he was, what he was famous for. Kind of harkens unto the, the prophet we're reading, Ezekiel, who was called to stand forth and, and speak the word of God, even though the people um, weren't necessarily going to hear it or, or enjoy it in any way and might even bring some uh, retribution against him. So what we see here is, is a prophecy against the remnant of Israel. So Jerusalem was taken into captivity, and there were people left in uh, Jerusalem, and God calls them to repent and actually makes a case against them. Because after the fall, they were there, and they still, after everything happened and people were taken in captivity and the judge, that judgment happened, they still were very arrogant about who they were and why they had this special land that God gave them, and, and nothing could um, come against them. So... Uh, in the, we read that her arrogant strength shall cease. And so the arrogance is something that 
it's just the opposite of uh, what Bishop talks about in the morning in, in, the, in the morning prayer um, last few days is obedience and humility. So the one thing that I think is really important and that we'll see here is that with their mouth, they show much love, but their hearts pursue their own gain. And so what we see and what's happening on the inside between the two, what we see is what we see and it can be a show, but what's happening on the inside is real. And so the people were were um, worshiping God with their mouth, but not with their hearts. And so that's one of the complaints God's always had against his people. We re even read about it in Psalm 50 that, you know, you worship me with your mouth, but you don't show it by your, by your life or what's in what's happening inside you. And so interesting, um, just a thought here as we uh, get towards the end of our passage in Ezekiel in verse 33, they will know a prophet has been among them. And then we'll see in, in our uh, passage from St. John tonight that the people, after Jesus did this sign, they, they were going to make him king and he had to leave because they were going to forcibly make him king. So they were expecting um, to hear a prophet and in a way it was fulfilled. That was part of the, one of the fulfillments of that prophecy. So anyway, what God says in Ezekiel is more judgment will fall on these people if they do not repent and obey. And I was thinking, um, there's an excellent book called Valiant Papers, Valiant Papers by um, Calvin Miller. Calvin Miller was a Baptist uh, priest, a preacher, and he um, wrote a book and Valiant was a guardian angel. And this is purportedly the um, diary of a guardian angel and, and the history of his charge on earth. And one of the things he wrote about was people at a, what you know, we, we would have likened to a Billy Graham crusade. And, and these people went to this crusade and they were singing songs. And on the way home, they were singing, um, just as I am without one plea. And their um, car crashed and they all died. And this, and this um, guardian angel said they, they were all there standing before the judgment. And there was nothing we could do because they were singing this song, but their hearts hadn't changed. And I, I like that warning and I like that um that analogy. So what we see in John is the feeding of the 5,000 and a walk on, uh, going for a walk on the water here. Um, the feeding of the 5,000 is Jesus' fourth sign and it demonstrates that Jesus is the Messiah. And it's the only miracle recorded in all four gospels. So Moses, I wanted to remind you too, Moses predicted a prophet who shall be like unto me. And so the people were looking for a prophet like Moses. And God, through Moses, fed the people manna from heaven. And here Jesus comes and he feeds 5,000 people with, with a few fish and, and a very small amount of bread. And so that was a miracle. And it's really important because it demonstrates, first off, the creative power of Christ, which makes him, uh, you know, the, the power to create comes from God. And the other thing it does is it supports um, St. John, the apostle, his purpose in writing this book was to um, demonstrate the deity of Jesus and that we could have faith and believe in his name. The problem was like in Ezekiel, we saw where the people sat down and they wanted to, uh, they wanted to listen to um, what Ezekiel said, but they didn't want to do anything about it. And the people, a lot of times what the people would do, they'd see a miracle of Jesus and they liked fish and bread, but it didn't change um, that anything in their heart or their souls. They were trying to make Jesus be what they want him to be rather than let him be God creator of the universe. So I was thinking about, this is an old analogy and I'm sure you guys have seen it, but if you could imagine a high wire strung across Niagara Falls 
And a man with a wheelbarrow says, do you believe I can go back and forth across this, this wire? And everyone yells, yay. And he does it. And he says, do you believe I could do it blindfolded? And they said, yay. And he does it. And he says, do you believe I could do with a person in my wheelbarrow? And they all yell, yay. And he goes, who wants to go? And so the point is, God's asking us, you know, do we, are we willing to get in the wheelbarrow? And um, I think that's what we have to examine in our own hearts. Do we have the kind of faith? And if we don't, what do we need to um, increase our faith? And I think one of the great things we do is we read a lot of the Bible, we read a lot of the Psalms, and we pray together. And I think we'll find that our faith grows the more we do that. Uh, we're going to continue with the intercession, but I just wanted to mention, because it is a day that we um, remember St. John Chrysostom, and after the intercession, we're gonna, I'm going to conclude, but I'm going to go back to the prayer just before the uh, benediction, and it'll be the prayer of St. Chrysostom. And I just want to mention that that's, that's the reason I'm going to pick that one tonight. So for the intercession tonight, let's just spend a few moments making our private intercessions and lifting our request to God. Let us pray. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining me this evening. Don't be afraid to get in the wheelbarrow. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Have a good night. Have a good night, everybody.